Brew Strong is brought to you by Blickman Engineering, home of the top-tier brewing stand. Visit them online at BlickmanEngineering.com. for the beer radio you've been looking for. This is the show that dispels myths, tackles the toughest topics, and makes no apologies for geeking out on beer. Hosted by two guys that drink before they think, Jamil Zainashev and John Palmer. This is Brew Strong. Hey, howdy, hey, my Bruin brothers and sisters. Greetings, greetings. Leave that thing alone. I don't, one more time. <laughs> oh, leave that thing alone? Leave that thing alone. I, you, I know yours came from your kids, and I'm constantly <laughs> yelling, leave that thing alone. So Take your finger out of your nose. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not used to our guests having, um... Having, Microphones? Well, Let's having say, that, yeah. yeah. Having, but, uh, having guests? Yeah, anything Something to say to in say. the beginning of the show. Sorry. Yeah, well. We can try it again. He's not a guest. He's our, our third man. On the uh, Bruce Strong going Our pro third wheel going through. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Just drive it home. Yeah, what you don't know about my friend John Palmer. Well, so I'll start <laughs> off right with that. My friend John Palmer can be quite cruel at times. <laughs> what you don't know about my friend John Palmer. <laughs> no see, see, all the others are funny and because they're because they're not true, but this one is funny because it is true. Right. <laughs> It's a little painful. No example? Experience. What you don't know about John Palmer is that no one takes him seriously. <laughs> right? Right? Now yeah. he's, now he's doing say? his own. That's yeah. getting a little weird there. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Well. You're referring to yourself in the third person. John doesn't like it when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not John Palmer. John Palmer gets angry. No. John Palmer like gets angry when, when he's, he's angry. angry. <laughs> he pulls out sock puppets. John Palmer likes his sock puppets. What you don't know about my friend John Palmer? He likes his sock puppets. Mm. Ah, yes. All right. So, so today we're going to talk about knitting <laughs> cozies for you know packages. Or <laughs> I've been drinking too much. I've been drinking high octane beer during yeah. the first show and a. Show plus four minutes. Well, I don't know. I don't think uh, silver bullets all that high, but yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> you know, what do I know? I slipped in a few Mickey's. It's cold filtered. Yes, mm-hmm. and that that got me. <laughs> Absolutely got me. All right, so uh, so we what are, are we going to talk about today? We are talking about um, uh, the Going Pro Show. So we're we're doing these uh, series of uh, shows on you know if you're interested in becoming a pro brewer and you want to get some tips and just some discussion uh i know um you know it, it's something on a lot of folks minds and uh you know being able to uh you know kind of get get information from people who have been doing it and have done that uh can be quite helpful so uh that's why i've asked uh, my friend steven here he's uh, uh owner brewmaster janitor janitor of uh, kinetic brewing in lancaster and then I've got uh, Heretic Brewing Company in, Pit- in Pittsburgh, California. 
And John is just a troublemaker. Uh, I'm the real third wheel here in this series, but... (laughs) Troublemaker. Yeah, I I provide color. That's what it is. Color, yeah. You were looking kind of pale last time, so I'm not sure how much color you're offering. Uh, no, I, I envy you guys. I mean, this is uh, this is something I've always, you know, secretly wanted to do, but never had the, I don't know, you know, gumption to uh, go do it. Cajones, testicular yeah. fortitude. Yes, mm-hmm. it does take it does take some. Yeah, uh, it takes long hours, too. low yeah. pay. You, not, you not, gotta you gotta be ready for this. Not that all our our, our uh, sisters out there can't do it. Uh, That's certainly right. Certainly, they could. You don't want to um, give up that metallurgist cash. Right. That, that is true. <laughs> he doesn't want to piss off his wife. It's essentially what it boils down to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got to quit your job first and mm. then say, honey, what should I do? Got an opportunity to open a brewery. She's like, well, yeah, go open the brewery. Stop laying around on the couch. There That's we go. A, that was my solution right there. All right. So uh, today what we wanted to talk, talk about is um, kind of the – a question that both Steve and I had when we started out, it's like, well, what do I do first? You know, uh, all right, so I'm going to do it. I think there's a place where I can do it, or I've got some sort of a deal that seems like it could work, or I've got some people that are interested in backing me, you know, whatever it might be, or, you know, I think I got a space I could do the nano. I think I got, you know, my tax return is going to pay for the equipment, that kind of thing. Where do you start first, um, Steve? What what would what would be the, the the first thing that you would do, or what was the first thing you did? Now you got your deal first thing. The first thing I did, yeah, was was you secure. found a location. Mm, actually, no, because the location we were going to start in turned out changed changed. So, right. that, but so that was our, the first thing you did, right? Kind of the first thing I did was 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 trying to was trying to secure a location. Was the very first thing I did. Yes. Uh-huh. And then once that happened, um, the road we went down, we formed our articles of incorporation, mm-hmm. and then we started um, working on an operating agreement. Mm-hmm. Which, when you're an LLC, you'll need to have an operating agreement, and ours turned out to be really large, especially because one of my members. Is a large in, member. The the large member is in as an LLC. Mm-hmm. So there's an individual, an individual, and an LLC. Mm-hmm. So our operating agreement is 25 pages, and mm-hmm. then what's the, the purpose of an operating agreement? Uh, Agree to, how you operate to define for all the people that read it, because there's going to be a lot of people that read that operating agreement. Um, it's, it defines how the business is run and who gets what and when and where and how. And, um, and the audience is what the BATF or the, or the city or the, 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 the tax and trade bureau, the okay. alcohol beverage control in the state of California, the board of equalization, um, your landlord. Uh, the potentially Bureau, even the IRS. The IRS. Um, I know that our operating agreement is sixty pages, and I've had to print that thing seven times for various people that say that they need to see our operating agreement. You will kill a couple of trees. You will kill a couple of trees doing, doing, this. doing yeah. an opening a brewery. Yeah. 
So every person that opens a brewery is going to need an operating agreement or only if they're LLC. an LLC? L- LLC. Yeah, it's okay. a it's a function of the LLC. So, uh, for Heretic, the first thing I did was, um, yeah, I came across this opportunity, and the first thing I did was kind of discuss the parameters of, you know, the general parameters of how we would make this thing happen. Uh, you know, fiscally, what the responsibilities were, what we would have, you know, access to, all that. We kind of, kind of mapped it out just in general, uh, verbally. And, you know, once that seemed to be a go, I went ahead and formed a C-Corp uh, for Heretic. And you form a C-Corp, then that's an entity all, all on its own, and it just hires people and pays them or right. does whatever. And it's... And it's, you're opposed um, to a Type S or... A, yeah, as I say, your options, and these right. are S-Core, C-Core, LLC, individual, corporation. Right. There are, and they're all shelters that you're just trying to protect your right. butt from getting... The thing the thing about LLC, I mean, you can start... It's, it's easier to start as an LLC. It's easier tax-wise as an LLC to start. But if you plan on growing past a certain revenue, you're eventually going to need to switch to a C-Corp. So it can be a little easier and save you some in the beginning, but you have to go through that conversion process later on to right. C-Corp. Otherwise, you're just going to get boned. But when it's cheaper in so. the front and you pay for it in the back end and the other is right. cheaper in the front end, you pay for cheaper More front, in the front. More in the front, you pay and it's less right. in the back. So yeah. it depends if you like it in the front or in the back, I guess. That's <laughs> what it really comes down to. Uh, well, and for me, it's like, well, you know, we're going to be rich and famous and, and selling lots of beer real quick, so... Why screw around? I'll, I just, you know, I avoid the conversion thing. And um, you can convert from one to the other, LLC to C-Corp. And I think you can convert to S-Corp. Um, it's like a sole proprietor corporation. Right. And it's it's really all tax stuff. You need to talk to your tax professional about that. And uh, it's harder to go back the other way from C-Corp back, but that's possible as well. But, uh, you know, I for me, it was just start out and just be done with it. Right. But first and foremost, protect your ass and secondly right. somebody's going to get their the people that want their money are going to get their money right so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, yeah you owe me bitch yeah. yeah i think i think we pay up front we pay 800 dollars a month because i mean 800 a year to have our llc mm-hmm. but once you're if you're or zero minimum corporate tax right if you're zero if your revenue is zero to five hundred thousand you have one tax bracket then 500,000 to a million is mm-hmm. another tax bracket then a million to a million point five is another tax bracket and we're talking gross dollars not net right well it's, yeah it depends on you know that 1.2 gross is the way you set it up either all the revenue passes through to the individuals like in an LLC mm-hmm. or um, you know the component parts that all the revenue just goes straight through to you and you claim it on like your personal taxes after you know whatever your expenses are with a C-Corp the C Corp can hold on to it, does whatever, and yeah, the only personal taxes you're paying is what cash you take out or your salary. And the corp gets taxed on profits, so you have to be very careful about how your profits go. So you need a you need a good uh, you know yeah. financial person to help you with this, and and a good attorney, right? Yeah, definitely know, consult that, your tax professional to figure out where you need to be and right. what you want to do. So yeah, probably probably the first thing was you know we both saw an opportunity kind of confirm that the opportunity was real, mm-hmm. that this was something. Because, you know, going forward with LLC or Cor- C-Corp or whatever it might be, you're going to start spending money. Right. 
and you know accountants and attorneys start costing real money pretty quick yep and filing fees especially state of california that that adds up and people thought they could listen to a brewing show right (laughs) here they're getting tax advice but you know that's 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 you know so once you've kind of you know there's enough there realistically for you to go ahead and pursue it and pay for it then you go ahead and start paying for it and you get these professionals lined up to help you make it a reality and make it set it up right you don't want to shortchange yourself on legal advice or financial advice it'll come back to to bite you right and you know groups like the irs they can put you in jail right and there are individuals that exist out there that deal just purely with the brewing industry right yeah so don't 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 try and shortchange that and and if you don't have the money to do that then you don't have the money to open a brewery really you don't yes yeah, that's just true. skip it no you don't have a money for a nano at that point um so you know maybe the first thing to do was you know build up a, a nest egg what, what would you say it would cost to to start a nano let's say you have including all the the, the, the licensing equipment and all licensing the- legal advice your initial couple of batches of ingredients um maybe One several several months of rent you should really i'd almost leave the equipment out of it i mean you know what's because the, the equipment costs can be kind of variable. To, well, you know, you know, a few thousand dollars probably on equipment. Well, you're going to need, you need fermenters. I was say, you're you going to need multiple fermenters. So you can't. You right. cannot go into opening a brewery with with your you one have temperature control. You got to have right, right. Fermenter. You got to have um, even if you're using your own like top tier or something. You're gonna right. You'll need at least there. four conicals or or something. Oh, you know, we well, started I mean, on this. I didn't even mention the, the manufacturer top tier, the Blickman, Blickman Engineering, Blickman with two N's, BlickmanEngineering.com. Uh, check them out. They are a uh, sponsor of the show and they're paying for all this riveting banter. So you don't have to. So <laughs> An go, awesome advice. Yeah. Yeah. So go, go, go check um, them out. If you're, if you're looking for, uh, and they have some nano size stuff too. I mean, uh, at least minimum of two conicals, right? Or two fermenters. Right. Uh, well, of, you know, of a comparable size. Hess, right? Hess Brewing, they're using um, plastic fermenters. They're making making uh, great beer, and they're using plastic, and they get them much cheaper. It I depends mean, on know. what your what what your what your business plan tells you. How much beer you need to to sell? Right. That's more important. That's more important. That's how many conicals you need. Your business your business plan that you write up will tell you how many how many barrels you need to sell per year. And then divide that by the number of conicals that you have, well, the volume sure. that it is. But I'm saying at least a minimum, right? Because you don't want to have, you don't want to wait to turn one batch through a, a fermenter, whatever it is, a conical or, a, right. or whatever. So I think I would think a minimum would be four. Minimum of four, okay. I would right. think All right. right. Three, if you're doing three week turns, you know, so you can brew every week. Yeah. And if you're not brewing every week, then you got a problem. You're not a brewer, right? <laughs> well, and. Um, you know that's that's the thing. You know, a lot of times people will look at it as like, well, I can afford this equipment, and oh, that'll get me started. It's like, well, you know, really, you should be looking at how much beer you need to produce, what you can sell it for, you know, what all your hard expenses are, and then see what equipment you need to make that. Yeah, because if you're not in for, in this to make money, then it's it's a hobby. And right. Keep it a hobby. Yeah, just be a home brewer. Yeah, be a home brewer. If you're not going to make money at it, be a home brewer. It's much easier and a lot more fun. Um, yeah, it's fun being a pro brewer, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, is it fun though? So much less stress just being a home brewer. Has it gotten to a point where the, where the work has outweighed the fun? I will tell you this. The only reason that this is still fun for me is because I get to meet a lot of people and 
you know, there's a lot of listeners and stuff that come up and talk to me and keep me happy and sane. Yeah. Uh, you know, like a GABF and stuff like that. They come up and you know, the positive and reinforcing. And if they didn't do that, then it would really blow. See, they do the opposite for me. They keep me down and come up to me and insult right. me like they know me. And, oh, and then it's no. just like, oh, now so, it's not fun. Some, some so. guy, some guy at uh, we got to decide. All right, let's do this. Let's take a short break. When I come back, I want to tell you about the guy at GABF that uh, thought you were wonderful and, <laughs> and and actually hated me. So really, well, back after this, your dad's real sweet. When you hear Blickman Engineering, think innovation, passion, quality, and customer service. Blickman Gear is designed by brewers to give you a sense of pride in your equipment. At Blickman, they know what makes brewing a pain and build gear that makes it fun. Like the intuitive beer gun, a completely different approach to filling bottles. The Therminator Wart Chiller, a new take on a plate chiller that's sized for flow, performance, and the high groundwater temps homebrewers face every day. The Brewmometer, a brilliant weldless thermometer design with brewing parameters right on the dial. The Auto Sparge, ultimate simplicity for preventing an overflow or running your mash tun dry. And much more, like the modular top-tier brewing stand, conical fermenters, and their boiler maker brew pots. With more cutting-edge equipment coming soon, keep up with the latest from Blickman at BlickmanEngineering.com and stay on the cutting edge. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmaster's database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmaster's Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmaster's Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BNARMY in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. On Sunday, October 23rd, the last great Northern California beer event of the season will be at Downtown Joe's. The Brewing Network presents A Taste of North Bay Beers. And by a taste, we're talking 10 six-ounce pours. Breweries like Napa Smith, Moylands, Moonlight, Blue Frog, Russian River, Heretic, Drake's, Lagunitas, Iron Springs, Third Street, Ale Industries, Marin Brewing, and more. All day, starting at 12.30 p.m. until 11 o'clock at night and featuring live music from world-renowned Ralph Woodson and Purple Haze. If that's not enough, the home-brewed chef himself, Sean Paxton, will feed 50 select few a private beer dinner at 7 p.m. that will insert Napa herself into your mouth forever. Tickets for the festival and dinner are available in limited quantity at downtownjoes.eventbrite.com. Order now and don't miss a taste of North Bay beers. Also stream live on October 23rd at thebrewingnetwork.com. A heretic is anyone who does not conform to an established attitude, doctrine, or principle. If you love craft beer, you're already a heretic. 
The very first thing we did when we started looking at the beers that we would brew, we got rid of all those recipes. We started from scratch. We've been pilot brewing the most creative things that we think of and the most interesting things. We've completely gone away from style. Heretic Brewing Company is opening this spring in Pittsburgh, California, and you can be a part of it. Visit hereticbrewing.com and facebook.com slash hereticbrew. Get the latest updates on the brewery and upcoming beers. Show everyone how you celebrate great beer as a heretic. It's a fairly powerful word. Being a heretic, that means you're not settling for ordinary beer. You are going with flavorful, creative, bold, interesting beers. A heretic is looking for the best beers out there. Be a heretic. Don't drink ordinary beer. Things are getting sticky this month at More Beer. All month long, they are featuring their brand new mead kits, and they're hooking you up with an awesome freebie. Their new kits showcase famous Tupelo honey and orange blossom honey from California orange groves. Mead or Melamel, eight all-new kits, as well as Honey by the Pound, are on sale all month long. Tupelo has long been considered the gold standard of honey, prized for its rich, fruity flavor and non-granulating characteristics. More Beer's unblended Tupelo honey has fruit flavors, intense cedarwood, and a spicy incense quality. More Beer orange blossom honey should be used for your very best creations. It comes directly from orchards in the California Central Valley and has the unmistakable floral aroma of orange blossoms. By far, one of the favorite honeys for mead. And don't miss Morbeer's free, comprehensive mead-making guide from Sunday session guest Shay Comfort. Dive into yeast nutrition and pH for mead that can ferment in weeks instead of months. For free, dry or sweet, mead or melomel, your best bet for an autumn beverage is at your homebrew superstore, Morbeer. Back to the two guys that know how to turn beer into beer. This is Brew Strong. All right, we're back. We're talking uh, kind of the sequence of events uh, behind you opening your own brewery, what, what things you should consider first, and uh, how you need to move forward. Uh, but one story from GABF. Some dude comes up to me. He's all drunk, and his wife's like apologizing to me. That's weird. <laughs> Off to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much everybody. And uh, his wife's like, oh, yeah, this is so embarrassing. And he's like, you know, you're the worst person on the brewing network. <laughs> I hate you. He goes, you are worse than JP. Oh! And he goes, you suck. I, uh, you know, and he's smiling the whole time. I'm like, hey, all right. You know, that's that's cool. Well, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, you you like who you like. That's that's fine. Is that the only um, one you ever gotten? Um, if you have to think about it this long, I don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> Try getting that at least once a week. <laughs> yeah, Seriously, some, some somebody somebody else probably didn't like me, but uh, yeah, well. yeah, no, this guy was just like, but he was still friendly. We shook hands. I'm like, hey, all right, you know, let's see, you know, thanks for listening, and you know, I'm you know, glad at least you're enjoying the shows and the Brew Network. Yeah. You don't need to like me. Who can, who gives My a favorite about me? part about the Brewing Network is between you talking. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and I told you about the guy who's like, yeah, your show's much better when I listen to it in double speed. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thanks. Got to think right. He's, like, uh, he's like, no, he's like, the jokes come in much faster. He says, the pacing's better. I'm like, okay. But he meant it totally positive. <laughs> he's a really nice guy too it's just like oh well you know that's alright hey you know uh, if anybody you know if people are listening obviously the guy is listening right. if he hates me so much 
He's still listening to the show. It's still a win for the for the you know sponsors and everybody. I'm right, fine by me. I don't care if you like me or you not. Can't be all things <laughs> to all people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it still seemed like a nice guy. Uh, his wife seemed nice, and uh, you know, more power to him. Was he a BJCP judge? I have no idea, but no. I'll tell you. You know, I also met the guy who's doing uh, the uh, education dot com. The the better beer scores. Yeah, they uh, they've got a site. And I thought this was pretty cool. Um, they're they're it's it's a bunch of people who are they're instructors. They you know they spent their lives developing instructional material, teaching classes, things like that, and they're also all beer geeks. And what they've done is they realize it's difficult to, for a lot of people to find a BJCP class in their area. Mm-hmm. So they've done an online course. And these aren't just, here's a bunch of material to read. It's actually live, interactive um, discussions. Um, you know, there's webinars. They do um, these weekly segments that are, you know, two and a half hours long where they go in through it. Uh, I haven't personally experienced it. I, I asked them for like a uh, link so I could check it out, but they didn't send it to me, and I'm way too busy anyway, so I didn't get a chance to check it out. I'd like to because I talked to the guy for quite some time about the details of it. Uh, before I you know, talk about anything like this on the air, I want to make sure that you know it seems worthwhile uh, to listeners. And I, and I believe, um, you know, from what I heard from this guy, this really seems like a great way to get started, especially if you don't have a BJCP class in your area. Even if you do, if you really want to do well, this seems like a great way to get started. It seems like something I could have used because, as we discussed in a, in a prior show, I apparently live in the boondocks. And uh, and I am I can actually attest that I am one of two BJCP judges in my region. Are you? Are you... I live dis- in L.A. County. How many times do I have to say this? dismissing <laughs> the fact that you live out in like, the middle of the desert? It is L.A. County. Uh-huh. It's not that big of a count anyway, yes. anyway. But um, this would have actually been something great for me because I had to study right. on my own and, and and utilize the resources that I had, like like you. Well, <laughs> so to say, hey, how do I do this? But but other people don't have your have they, they can't you know text you and my say, hey, hey, Jamil, how can I do oh. this or whatever? So <laughs> so, but, but I was self taught on my test and right. I did okay. But you know, a lot of people don't have that ability. And this is if if I would have had this resource, I would have done something like that because I mm-hmm. don't have the large homebrew club at, at my disposal or well any, or if any other do, knowledge base that i could have worked with you know not not to diss on you know the, the people who are doing courses now but i've experienced some of those courses you know or some of those classes and they're they're um uh, hearts in the right place and they're they're working very hard at it, but a lot of them are not skilled trainers instructors and these folks are mm-hmm. and i think Personally, that makes a huge difference in communicating information, making sure you retain the information, and all oh, yeah. that. Yeah. It, you know, there, there's a there's a difference. It's a skill, and not everybody has it. And these guys do. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually quite valuable. So when I was doing my training class, I left my class two classes in, yeah, because the teacher <laughs> was actually saying wrong information. Right. Right. And I, I if this was around, I would have totally jumped on that. But right. I had to do the rest on my own. It was very hard. It was very hard to, 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 to know if you're on the right track. And luckily, I know I, some of the proctors and stuff, so I was able to get some help. But if you don't know mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. if you're stuck way the hell out somewhere in, I don't know, the high desert of some weird county, um, <laughs> where are you gonna, what are you going to do? The internet well, probably doesn't right. even work out there. 
You probably you don't not. know what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, you get in it by tortoise or something. Yeah. I, yeah, and you know when I when I did my course, it's same sort of thing. It's like the people they had going through it were they were just reading material. Mm-hmm. Their their entire ability to teach was based off of reading a sheet of notes that they could have just handed me. And it was extremely boring and slow because they read far f- slower than I could read. Right. And there was no... I, uh, Too bad you just, can't play just, it on double speed. It just handed me the information <laughs> and it would have been great. So so I think this is a, you know... How long is uh, the course? Uh, 12 weeks. Wow, that's very... So two and a half hours a week, 12 weeks. Right, right. So it's, yeah. uh, and again, it's long, it's at least interactive. Hours long. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, limited to, you know, groups of 24 or less. Uh, so you have a chance to to interact. Um, you know they they cover everything in there. I think that uh, you know it, it, I'm not saying it's the you know, the end all be all, but I would give it a shot. To, uh, you know, see how well it works. If they if they do uh, you know if they live up to their potential, this could be the way everybody's trained. I, yeah. I well, think it's, uh, it's got a real the cool thing about this about this training uh, program is you they will offer a full refund. If uh, let's say you take the course and, and you don't, don't find pass. real value oh. by the beginning of the third class, they should say uh, they'll give a full refund. They give you a refund if you don't pass. That would be a, that'd be <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, they can't. Uh, you know, there's no fixing stupid. You know what I mean? No, they, just they still dumb, should. Then, they yeah. still should. If you know, we've stupid, all taken that test and if, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't pass, then yeah, <laughs> you you really should get your money back because well, you no, need if, it to well, like, if buy. If you dog can't retain it, it's not their problem. They're presenting it, but. By the by, the start of the third class, you take two classes. Call them up, talk them, in, talk them into offering a money back if you don't pass the. BGCP. Yeah, that's the last thing I need to do in my life. And then uh, they get they also, can give they can give like a fifty percent back. Come on, fifty percent. <laughs> you can agree with me on that. Well, you know the guy. Um, also, all sessions. Hey, he's a real nice guy. All sessions are recorded. Uh, so in case you miss one, right. you can go back and uh, and check out what you. Or if you need to want to refresh right before the test, sure. Yeah, which uh, you know you you can't do that. Let's say you fall asleep. Because right. you're working too hard at your brewery. Well, and you know, the, in the classes you do, you know, locally, you don't have that that opportunity. Again, no, not at all. I think if you got a good class locally, I would do that, and I would do this at the same time. I think it's it's well worth it. Just check Great. it out. It's uh, www.beerjudgeeducation.com, and they're also on Facebook. But uh, give it a try, if you know, and uh, give us some feedback if if you like it. Uh, you know, call up, let us know. If you don't like it, call up, let us know. I think it's got a lot of potential to be, you know, something great because, um, you know, again, they're they're professional trainers, so right. very cool. Cool. All righty. Um, and what you don't know? Did I already do what you don't know about? Yeah, I you did. did. Yeah, you did. At the beginning, I bashed on uh, my friend John Palmer, didn't I? Yeah. Good. All right. So we're back to uh, talking about what. So Where we went we? over LLC. Yes. And the corporations, and then there was the. Uh, operating agreement, agreement. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. and what comes after next after that? All right, so uh, you know you have a, a a bunch of stuff to do at that point, and and one of the things, Steve, that you brought up in the first episode was that you were doing things. You felt well, we're doing things that are step one. We're doing things that are you know at the end step we're doing 99. things in the in the middle we're doing you know things all over the place there's no real rhythm or you know a pattern to you know how we're going through it but i think one of the things that you need to to look towards is uh you know make yourself a list of everything you need to do 
Mm-hmm. Keep adding to it. Maintain that list. Cross out the things that you know you complete. You know, and maybe make a note to them or check them off and put a note next to them as to what the result was. Any follow up. Keep adding to that list. Keep sorting that list. But the the highest priority things at the top. I do it in Word, and I float things to the top as they become you know more important. Things that are less important, I float them to the bottom. I cross out the things that are already completed. And if you do that, I think that's a great help. Yeah. But, you know, back to your point that you made in the in the previous show, it's if you see an opportunity to knock out one of the tasks that, you know, needs to be done anyways, go ahead and do it. Don't let it take away from the critical things that if you have a gating uh, issue, something is stopping you from proceeding on opening your brewery and producing beer and being profitable – that's the thing you need to do first. Right. If you're waiting on somebody else, you're waiting on uh, TTB or state or whatever it might be for approval, you then you have opportunities to do other things. Yeah. <laughs> so it, go ahead and pursue those. Yeah. And um and so Dad, what you're saying is that I think the end game is to is to get your TTB and ABC applications submitted and and returned. And there are a multitude of things you have to do to mm-hmm. get to that point. Right. And so that's and, a good but, point because you need the equipment in order to technically in order to get approval, you have to have your equipment. You have right. to be ready to brew. But there are, but also uh, um, uh, just paperwork wise, there are things. I mean, aside from mm-hmm. the LLC and the operating agreement, you have mm-hmm. to have. I mean, just to run on, run down the list quickly, we can go back to it. But you need yeah. you need your EIN. Mm-hmm. You need right, um, right. So that's your employer identification number. You get that from the feds. When you're when you get your corporation, your your business entity, then you can get your your federal ID number. Mm-hmm. You'll probably need a state one as well. Exactly. Yep. And with the ABC, with the with your local state government, because um, I know in California it's the ABC, but I, I often just throw ABC out there. But mm-hmm. it's not actually it's, it's actually different in every state. You know, we often hear us say ABC, right? But it actually is different state. So your local state your mm-hmm. state authority. You'll need um, your well, seller's permit to you'll your the, seller's permit number the for that. Board of equalization and the board okay, of equalization so as well. So there's like in California, there's multiple groups. So you've got your feds, you get your state ABC. They actually license you to uh, produce and sell beer. But the and, board of equalization is the and the board of equalization controls kind of the taxing of it, mm-hmm. and that's another thing. They'll also collect taxes on. Um, things like shirt sales, glass sales, hat sales, things like that. Because we are in the business of apparel. <laughs> right. As brewery owners. Yes. Uh, did you have more on that list? Um, well, the, the short list, the, the relatively short list of important things that I have is, mm-hmm. is LLC article or, or articles of incorporation, depending mm-hmm. on your choice of direction. Um, and I went LLC, so I know that I need this. The second thing that I needed was the operating agreement. Um I found the third most important thing that I needed was the uh, the EIN, the IR, the mm-hmm. Internal Revenue Service. Because you can't file number. all your other paperwork without that employee identification number. Right. There'll be paperwork. The further you get into this, you'll mm-hmm. you'll encounter paperwork that says what is this number, what is that number, mm-hmm. and you'll need that n- number or that bit of information. Right. To EIN is how it's like your social security number for your corporation. Right. Exactly. Uh, seller's permit comes in high. Mm-hmm. Which in California would be the Board of Equalization. I think that's that's a standard thing. Every state has a BOE. Board of Equalization. Yeah, I think. You, you can apply for it and get it the same day. Right. Um, being that I'm a, a brew pub, um, I needed a business license. I, I guess you probably need a business, business license. As well. Everybody needs. Okay, yeah. you, you always need a business license in the area that you're. You know, whatever city that you are located in, you mm-hmm. go to the those city offices and you say, 
I'm opening a brewery, I need a business license, you know, and sometimes you also need a business permit. You need two separate right. things so they can charge you twice. Um, one of the very first things that we did was we got our conditional use permit, which a lot of people say you get further down the line, but I opened in a city that really wants business. They mm-hmm. are they were actually voted the uh, the most business friendly city in LA County. And I really hate to bring that. I, I hate to bring that back, but they, but they really really want business, and they're that far business. away, that, still in that LA far County. away. I know, yeah, but they they really want business, and so we were able to get our conditional use permit, saying that yes, the city does in fact want a brewery, mm-hmm. and they have granted us permission to proceed with the other because you cannot apply for the ABC or the TTB mm-hmm. without that conditional use permit, right. Right. Um, so we got that actually very early on. Typically, that I, from my understanding, in, in many cities, that would be something you would get further down the line. We did get that early on. Um, well, you know, along those lines, one thing I found very helpful was to go to the TTB website and the ABC website and print out the checklist of everything you need and the packet of everything you need and print out all the forms and start trying to fill them out early on. And that will tell you a lot of times the things, other things that, that you, you need. need. Yeah, I did the like same the thing. the conditional use permit. Um, uh, in California, there's actually a website that if you tell it what, brewer, what uh, business you're opening and what county you're located in and what city you're located in, it will give you a list of every possible permit and form that you need to fill out and... <laughs> Really? It's actually, yeah, it's really cool. I never came across it, that. It lists a little bit more probably than I think you really need, or and uh, but I don't think it admits anything. And that's how I found out you need, like, um, if you're producing beer, you need a, uh, you know, for a production brewery, you need a federal, um, like, anti-terrorism you need to file that. You, I, I need to look it up. But you need to file that you are actually... Um, producing uh, some sort of, uh, you know, consumable goods. Mm-hmm. And then if there's some sort of threat against breweries in California... Is this the water table poisoning, thing? That's the water no, table. No, it's for, like, poisoning. It's like some, some terrorist is trying to, you know, somehow I had to compromise s- your your packaged product, to, you know, and it's going to reach all across the nation and kill a bunch of people. Uh-huh. They can contact you and and make you aware of the issues. This so sounds vaguely actually, familiar, but I thought it had yeah. something to do with the water table because they, they want because you have to go through Department of Homeland Security uh-huh. because the TTB and I know I know they listen to the show and I'm going to regret saying this, but I, I often <laughs> refer <laughs> I often refer to them as the you don't have your license yet. That's true. I refer to them as the as the love child of the IRS and the and the ATF. <laughs> so because they've got one foot in the, in the Department of Treasury and right. one foot in the Department right. of Homeland Security, so they are people you do not want. to play with and right oh no don't don't screw with them because you know they have all the the power in the world over you running a brewery yeah but i will also say this i've met um most of the people that you will deal with and they were all fantastic Mm -hmm. they're good people i i did not meet a single person for in the in the government works of the city the county the state or the federal government that was other than professional, kind, and helpful. Now, sometimes it takes some time, and you know, you if you make a mistake, you may have to resubmit it. But everybody was very kind every step of the way, and really seemed like they wanted to see us open a brewery and brew beer and be profitable as soon as possible. I was 
really thrilled. I thought that, you know, it, it was going to be horrible, some horror show. But, nope, everybody was quite nice. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had little in, interaction, but the interaction I have had has been professional and, and kind. Mm-hmm. And I think that you're, as long as you're kind to them, well, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They look for yeah, be know, nice. They put the ball in your court, and as long as you're kind to them, yeah. they're and good I, with you. And I understand that they're you know swamped with a huge number of requests, mm-hmm. so you know, it's going to take a little time. And I, it's actually my understanding that the the, the TTB, the, the Federal Tax and Trade Bureau, mm-hmm. has now gone all electronic. I know right, that right. I'm one that'll of the, probably accelerate be, things. Yeah, that should expedite things. I know that my application was paper. And they mm-hmm. were beta testing the the all digital applications when I submitted, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't get into the window because they were only accepting a very limited number as a beta test. And right. I didn't get into the window, so I had to do the paper application. Mm-hmm. So I think, I'm, I'm I maybe that might be why my process is delayed. I know I'm several months into into my application and still waiting for results. Could have been your attitude on that first show. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I didn't think I said anything offensive to him. Oh, you always say something offensive. I do. You're right. No, uh, again, they're they're real busy. It, it took quite a while on mine as well, but um, yeah, you got to have some patience. So, uh, all right. So we we talked about uh, you know those things, those those licenses, and um, you know that's that's one of the things I would do is early on print out that packet and and work it. Just every you know, try and fill out as many forms as you can. <laughs> And the ones that you've you filled out perfectly, you know, those go into like a separate folder, say, you know, to submit. The other ones, like, make yourself a folder that says, you know, working. And, you know, flag all the, the, the points. Get yourself the little, you know, stick on flags that say here that I need to f- figure out what belongs in that field. And, you know, this needs to be done. And you'll have things like... Um, uh, you know, what's the, you know, impact on water courses? You know, if you're next to a river, you know, what what's the impact on that navigable river? You know, they'll want to know. Right. But if you're not anywhere near a navigable riv- body of water, then, you know. It's, like Steve. It's like, yeah, it's like uh, yeah, he's out in the middle of nowhere, out in the yeah. desert. Do you guys have water? How do you brew without water? We use sand. You sand for yeah. your brewing. That's, yeah, we do. Yeah. Well, you have cacti different. out there. You squeeze cacti. Cactus juice? Yeah. Is that how you do it? Or you squeeze the, the, the torti? What time's my flight? <laughs> uh, four minutes ago. All right. right. There, yeah, there's only one flight that goes to out to that point of the desert. Oh, God. So. Actually, it doesn't even stop. They just <laughs> open the door. You jump out? Yeah. It's, it's okay because you land in the sand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to come out and visit you. i giving you crap. Um, That's kineticbrewing.com, by the way. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Kinetic Brewing. Bastards. Um, so, um, yeah, there'll be stuff like that. There'll be, you know, you need all your lease stuff in order. You need, uh, you know, you need all these little pieces in order. Uh, you need all your corporate paperwork. You need, uh, you, know, you need the corporate seal. The, the thing they give you when you or you can get, get a, a corporation. Stamp. You can buy a stamp. Oh yeah, or or buy a stamp. Either the the embossed seal or a stamp. To uh, you know, um, do all these these papers. You need those as well because you need to submit originals. We'll go over the whole paperwork thing for you mm-hmm. uh, in a future show. But uh, um, you know, I would kind of get into that early. Don't freak out about it. But you know, you it takes a long time to get that approval. So you really want to make sure you can have it ready the moment that everything else is in place. 
I took a picture of my um, of my TTP application. I saw that. You did see that? It see, was. I've seen everything you've well, posted you, on you Facebook. Do, you do. You're you're a lurker. I know. But yeah, it's a uh, it's. It, it, I think it was. Off the top of my head, it was like 16 different stacks. Right. And I think every stack. It's a it's a three inch wad of paper, three four inch wad of paper. When yeah. it's done. Yeah, yeah, when it was done, it was yeah. it was about a tree. Yep. Yeah. Well, and you've printed it 60 times by then. Right. You know, if you do it right, if you're just gonna sloppily scribble things and cross things out then mm-hmm. and then the state when i did the state it was it was like 14 i didn't take a picture of that one so you couldn't have seen it but you lurker but it was it was a uh, 12 to 14 different stacks and but they weren't yeah. as thick it was yeah it, it was like a half inch three quarter inch maybe well yeah. the full packet yeah well because our operating agreement by itself is a half inch yeah you know so my packet was bigger than your packet in that sense. <laughs> i've heard all right, let's take a short break, and when we come back, we'll uh, do a little bit more of uh, what you need to do next on your uh, opening a brewery. Back after this. BN Army, Hop Tech has a great discount waiting for you. Do you often find it difficult to find specific specialty ingredients for your homebrew recipes? Well, listen to this. HopTech stocks 59 different grains to choose from, 39 varieties of pellet hops, and 8 kinds of holy pops. And HopTech not only carries Y yeast and White Labs yeast for you, but also Fermentus, 04, 5, 6, 23, 33, and T58 Belgian yeast, plus Cooper's Nottingham and Windsor yeasts. Got your recipe ready to go? Pick up some great brew gear like new long and short sleeved shirts, games, and more. HopTech's new website is being updated every day with new items. If you don't see it, call the shop. They're open six days a week. BN Army and AHA members get a 10% discount, and active military personnel get 15% off. Visit HopTech.com today for great selection, great service, and a great discount. HopTech.com. Nico, listen, our lawyers said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now, it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Honey, what's wrong? Was the Saison oxidized? Worse. Beer festival season is coming to an end. That's it for craft beer fun for the year. My God, you're right. What are we going to do? Wait, it's a long shot, but yes! What? The new Bay Area Craft Beer Festival is coming up October 22nd. (gasps) The one at Martinez Waterfront Park? Yeah, with all that great food. Live music. And and craft craft beer. beer. More than 30 of the best breweries west of the Mississippi will be there. I knew you loved me. I do. But I may love the Bay Area Craft Beer Festival more. Hey, kidding. And I was just about to tell you your Saison is oxidized. What? Tickets for the Bay Area Craft Beer Festival are available online until October 19th at bayareacraftbeerfestival.com. All tickets are pre-sale only. None will be sold at the door, so get yours online right now. Great beer, fabulous food, and rockin' live music. Round out your beer fest season right this year at the Bay Area Craft Beer Festival. 
Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Back to your hosts, Jamil Zanashef and John Palmer. Putting the testicles in technical. This is Brew Strong. All right, we're back. We're talking about uh, you know the order of things you need to, to do and things you need to think about in getting started on uh, opening your own brewery. Uh, but uh, let's also uh, think about what you might be doing later on in the bedroom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best segue You've ever done into this. Why, thank you. I love it. Gals, fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your love with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? There's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com for limited time only. You'll get 50% off just about any item. That's not all. When you select your one item of 50% off, you also get three free adult DVDs that you choose yourself. And for a little inspiration, uh, and you'll get a free extra gift so essential we can't mention on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for the special offer. You'll get 50% off one item when you, ta- uh, when you type Jamel, J-A-M-I-L, for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you get the three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. So use the offer code J-A-M-I-L at adamandeve.com. They also have a nice new mobile website. You can reach at m.adameve.com. So check it out. Uh, You know, they sponsor the show. So, uh, you know, if you have needs along those lines, go check it out. It's a good place to shop for those things. At Bruce Strong, we want you to be proud of your equipment. (laughs) <laughs> wow it's pretty good well christmas that, that is was coming pretty up. good christmas i loved how clear that was and yeah. like, you just lift <laughs> yeah. that out and just right use i know that so many ways <laughs> that help. was that was a good read there yeah help Thank santa you. help santa out yes all right uh so what were we talking about um God only uh, no we're, t- we're talking about uh acronyms you know, all, all the the government paperwork and stuff. You sh- you should really you know look at that early on. You should be if you're looking at a specific location in a town or something like that. Go talk to the city, talk to the planning department. You want to get that done first, like we were saying. You know, work out your location, your deal before you form your corporation. All that you go and say, hey, I'd like to open a brewery here. Here's what I'm thinking of doing. It's going to be you know. 
uh, this kind of size. I want to, you know, generate, you know, tax revenue. You're in a hors- historical location, aren't you? That was that would have been another. I know that I, right. I encountered that yeah, paperwork his, and I blew it off, but you would have historical actually needed that. locations um, will require, you know, additional paperwork, things like that. Um, so you need to, you know, talk to your local government officials first because they can stop you. Even you know the feds and and even the state. The you know the feds don't necessarily come and check. They used to come and check every brewery. They don't have the ability to do that anymore. The state will come and check, at least in California, they'll come and inspect every location. Um, and the city will as well. So you need to make sure that you're kind of, you know, I would talk to those people and say, do you see anything that might be an issue for me, you know, running this kind of business here? If it is, what what is it? What should I, you know, be thinking about? Should Is it an impossibility to fix those problems? Should I look for another location? You know, et cetera, et cetera. And How much did you have to look into water and sewage uh, at your locations? I mean, did you have to apply for so many gallons or, or rate or day or anything like that? It's going to depend on the individual city. And, uh, you know, the individual water district and sewage district, you mm-hmm. need to talk to those folks as well and say, I want to open a brewery. And they may say, oh, you know, no problem. we got lots of breweries here. You know, what we require is that the pH be neutral or, you know, within this range and the, the TDS, total dissolved solids, be, you know, in this range. Other than that, they don't care, you know, or they may have a, you know, a limit or they'll say, well, the pricing is, you know, based off of, you know, these volumes is what you're going to pay. And you, you'll use those numbers for your financial analysis that you're going to do. Right. Those do yeah. come into, those do come into play, though, when you're in your application, specifically in your TTB application. They right. do have an actual page or a form um, that you need wa- to fill out water quality. on your water quality and what you're doing with your wastewater. There's two separate, two separate forms you need mm-hmm. to fill out, one for each. And, um. I know that I took my forms and I, I, I went to, to some brewery friends that I had and I said, hey, what did you do? He's like, oh, I have that on file. And he gave me his mm-hmm. and I modified that to me. I would guess maybe you did the right. same, Jamil. Yeah. And I actually offer that up to anybody if you want. I, I, I still have my forms mm-hmm. and I can, if you're opening a brewery, send in something to email, email info at kineticbrewing.com. I'll, I'll send you what I submitted. And then you can modify that to yourself, to your mm-hmm. needs. and It's fairly boilerplate. It's like, no, we won't really have any impact. Right. Because yeah, a lot of the questions fine. are, are uh, um, railroad like, and they're, they're right. things that just don't apply to us. Navigable they're, waters. and you They know. apply to the big guys that are, I mean, the truly right. big guys that are having a true impact. And, right, right. And In most cases, you know, you'll deal with that later on if yeah. you're lucky. Right. Um, but, uh, you, know, t- you know, talk to the city and, you know, explain. Have an idea, you know. Um, do your research on, you know, what it would take for, you know, a brewery of your size, you know, how much water you're going to generate, how much wastewater, how much you're going to use, things like that. If you have those kinds of information, when you go talk to somebody, they'll ask you those kinds of questions. And if you have that kind of answers for them, uh, they're going to say, you know, this is somebody who knows their stuff. All right. They f- they'll feel comfortable with telling you, you know, it's, it's a go. Right. If they feel like you really don't know what you're doing, oh, boy, these people could be a real problem. They're going to be dumping all sorts of chemicals down our our sewer and messing up our our sewage treatment. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to get fined by the feds. And, you know, then they're not going to want to deal with you. They want to see that you put the knowledge into it beforehand. Right. right. They want to see they're dealing with a professional. So, you know, prep yourself for those sorts of things. Um, You know, same thing on location, you know, fire, uh, public... Uh, you know, if you're within a number of feet of 
schools, churches, things like that, residences, that becomes an issue as well, especially brew pubs. Mm-hmm. Um, you Which know, I'm within 500 feet of all of those. Right. So I have you a have, school. I have And I many saw your condos. Facebook post of the giant thing of envelopes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So that, <laughs> See, I'm, 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 you're I'm, a big lurker. No, I'm just, I'm interested in how my friend's doing. Yeah. It actually, that cost me $120 to mail that. Right. <laughs> Because there, there are that many residences and businesses right. within that zone. You it have was $120 to, in you know, stamps. For the state, you have to notify everybody within a certain radius of your location what you're going to be doing. Give them a chance to oppose. And, you know, I think most of the time, most people think, ah, oh, no, it's fine. You know, not a big deal. Depends on what you're doing. And that's going to vary depending on whether you have a, you know, a, a restaurant, you know, or, a, you know, a tasting room or not. For me, packaging brewery, um, you know, I'm enough distance away from everybody that I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. You know, it's... I, I wished that several times. Right. But I was like, ah, oh, geez. So, you know, that's another another thing. I on, have schools. I have churches. I've, I've got them all. And while you're doing all that, you know, you should be thinking about your equipment. You should be thinking about, um, you know, logos, marketing. It's never too early to start marketing. No, uh, not at your, all. Your brewery. So, you know, the minute that you kind of have, you, that you, have, you don't want to announce something before you have something really, truly solid working and, and going forward. But, you know, I would not, uh, I would I would hold off on marketing until I had kind of a location lockdown, financing and other things, you know, a real solid chance of doing this. I wouldn't hold off on marketing because of TTB or ABC or something like that. Because those, generally, you can solve the problems that they have with your application. There's some sort of issue. Either you can get somebody to agree that it's okay or you you can change the way you're doing things or, you know, tweak the building layout or something to make them happy so it's doable. Um, So, you know, start marketing at that point. Yeah, I wish our marketing would have gone earlier. Now, being that I have several cooks in the kitchen we had you know mm-hmm. designed by committee where i know you were able to say i like that and you ran with that early mm-hmm. on and mm-hmm. you're able to get start doing your apparel and your coasters and your glassware and whatnot early on i've been kind of delayed in that i didn't get that locked in until two three months ago mm-hmm. and and i'm just now getting my short shirt orders placed and and coasters and mm-hmm. such and i know that um eagle rock the fr- friends of mine they they use their their um Capital. They actually had sold um, when they were still building the place. They were using um, mug clubs and and other you know, mm-hmm. revenue generating sources that need logos to to finance the brewery. So you, right. the sooner you can get a logo, the sooner you can do a multitude of things. You can sell mm-hmm. shirts, you can mm-hmm. sell mm-hmm. coasters, you can do mug clubs with etched, etched glasses or whatever, and use that as a profit center to to d- generate revenue to to do whatever it is you need to do. Um. Well, and, and, and that's, um, you know, I think, a, you know, a, a critical aspect of it, you can, uh, uh, and you can start marketing without a logo, you know, get the buzz going, um, but, you know, having all that nailed down, that's that's huge. It really, really helps, you know, the more you can build your brand, the, the quicker you are going to be to uh, sell your beer. Let's do this. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll answer any of your questions. And then we'll roll into show number three right after this. 
When Blickman Engineering set out to design a great brewing stand, they knew it had to be strong, adaptable, and last for a lifetime. The top-tier brewing stand is now proudly available at BlickmanEngineering.com. It grows with your brewing skills and equipment. Start with 5-gallon coolers on its heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves. Then move all the way up to 30-gallon pots on the high-output burner tiers. Speaking of burners, the custom Blickman Engineering top-tier burners are extremely powerful, efficient, and amazingly quiet. They have safety stops to center your pot, and they'll last a lifetime and won't rust. The top-tier brewing stand allows virtually infinite combinations from traditional gravity systems to two tiers to completely horizontal. Configure your stand the way you want and have the freedom to change it at any time in the future. Your brewing stand should adapt with you, not force you to learn a new process. Visit BlickmanEngineering.com today to configure your top-tier brewing stand and to find a local Blickman retailer. You'll be surprised with all the flexible features and the competitive price. Start brewing with Blickman from the top tier. In a world where everything has been lost. What happened to the city? It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. No, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? <laughs> Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. <gasps> Come with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm gonna need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's gonna get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And then From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you $7.99 Brew Saver Shipping, massive selection, and superior customer service comes. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home-brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. 
John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read your way to better homebrew. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has homebrewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. Uh. Mother White Labs. It's all in the vial. What does craft beer mean to you? Is it a delicious way to support your town's local brewer? Or perhaps it's the perfect beverage to pair with those delicious devils on horseback. Regardless of whether you're thinking of pints or pairings, pilsners or porters, craftbeer.com is the site where craft beer lovers come together to learn and share. Craftbeer.com is brought to you by the Brewers Association and celebrates the best of American craft beer and its brewers. Craftbeer.com is the best place to find craft beer events, recipes, great features stories, the most up-to-date brewery listings, and resources for your next beer tasting or dinner, like style guidelines, pairing mats, and charts. Get the inside scoop on new beer releases and special events from today's Craft Beer Insiders, and chime in to share your own knowledge, perfect pairings, road trips, recipes, and more. Craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. To the beer guys that make other beer guys look like wine guys. Brew strong. All right. So uh, I think that's, you know, a, a, a good kind of run up to uh, at least getting started. Uh, you know, if you're looking for good uh, attorneys or finance people, you know, there's plenty of good ones. Um, you know, if you can find an attorney that deals with craft beer, I would go with an attorney uh, that deals with craft beer because there's like a, a California craft beer attorney. Yes, like uh, Candace Moon. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, the attorney we use, and she's fantastic. And the the reason she's fantastic is she understands beer and kind of the community. Mm-hmm. There's a you know kind of a different take on it. If you're looking at um, you know, dealing with folks, um, you know, your certain attorneys will be much more aggressive and, you know, deal with it as you would in the corporate world where you don't have to worry about, you know, Facebook, you know, spawning some horrible news about how you, you know, did this or that or whatever. Uh, but in the beer world and the craft beer world, if you're, you know, not behaving like a good part of the community, uh, you know, that'll get repeated. So you want an attorney that really kind of understands what you're 
that you're part of the craft beer community and you're important to, you know, place in that and, you know, respects that and, and sees, you know, uh, kind of a different way to work with people. So I think, I think that's a, an important thing, at least for me, uh, it has been, and she's been fantastic. So I would, I would look for that sort of, uh, representation. Uh, I, I don't know. Would you agree, Steve, or do you Absolutely. think just about anybody? I, I've, for, for matters of like forming an operating agreement or LLC, yeah, anything like that, you can go there and right. one time. You, you do get that a good on, lawyer. But do that on the internet yeah. or you know, Im- important matters of, of, of a brewery. Then right. you want you want good mm-hmm. representation. Legal agreements between the brewery and other entities, or mm-hmm. you know, trademark stuff. You want to find somebody that uh, is going to represent you the right way, right. not just represent you. So, yes. uh, real important. All right, so uh, that's it for this uh, show. We'll wrap this up, and uh, if you're listening live, stay tuned. We'll, we'll continue our discussion of uh, things you need to do to uh, get your brewery moving forward, all the little things and uh, our tips and tricks for making that happen. Exactly. Hey, it's a beer show. It's, it's accepted. I thought this was a tax show. Yeah, it's, it's a tax and trade show uh, from uh, Homebrew and uh, Dog Meat. All right, so uh, if you get a chance, check out our sponsors, uh, especially BlickmanEngineering.com. Blickman with two N's. He's uh, paying for the show so you don't have to. He's making great uh, equipment for the home brewer and the the Nano Pro Brewer, I hear. So uh, Mm -hmm. check that out. And And uh, want you to be proud of your equipment. Sounds just like the first time. I know. Oh, it's just like it's like John Palmer on a button. <laughs> right, right. It's just like a soundboard. Yeah. All right. to be proud of your equipment. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm gonna make that my new ringtone when you call me. <laughs> I want you to be proud of your equipment. Uh, no, I don't think I'll answer that. I think Adam and Eve should take that and uh, and use it in some of their materials like a <laughs> training exercise. <laughs> All right. Uh, so if you get a chance, uh, you know, check out the rest of our, our, our goodies on thebrewingnetwork.com. Lots of other shows that are fun to listen to and uh, lots of other uh, goodies you can buy in the store uh, that help go to support the Brewing Network. Until then, Bruce Strong. Bruce Strong, everybody. <laughs>